Hey guys, and welcome to another edition of Wise Words with Dan. Today, I'll have Aiden joining me um, to talk about mental health and the struggles he had faced going through depression a while ago. So we get deep and personal into this topic, and it's, it's a very informative podcast, and we talk about ways we can overcome um, things like depression, anxiety, etc. So, yes, please sit back and enjoy. Aiden? Dan. Hey, man. How are you? I'm very well. How about yourself? Good, good. Had trouble getting on, did you? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's not my forte. <laughs> uh, how you been, man? Tell me what's been happening since the last time I've spoken to you. Uh, yeah, since last time you spoke. Um, so I've actually recently left the gym. Okay. Because you're a personal trainer, weren't you? Yes, yes. So uh, I've I've gone into, um, or rather gone back to doing outdoor training, which is uh, more what I love. Um, like I think being in the gym, it was a good experience and I won't knock it in any way, uh, but it's not the right environment for myself. Yeah. I'm a very like outdoorsy person and after a while, it just becomes a bit claustrophobic being in there, you know, hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can see where you're coming from. So you're trying, so you do like, so you're your own personal trainer and you just work outdoors and and still train people and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I, I do um, some work for a small business and some on my own. Okay. Um, so it gives me a bit of variety uh, of growth in both ways. And that's less pressure on you as well, in a way. Uh, not necessarily less, um, but I think I feel more involved with it because even with the small business, like I, I've been with that business for, you know, six years, basically since I became a PT. Yeah. And so I've, I, I feel invested in it. Yeah. Um, I guess is the best way of saying it. And, you know, like small business has very different sort of challenges to like a large, um, large established gym, like anytime, for example. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. You're, you're constantly trying to grow and, um, you know, strategize of how you're going to get people in. And it's, it's a different kind of challenge, but it's a challenge I enjoy a lot more. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. And and it puts you in a better frame of mind as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that was something I was struggling with, especially towards the end of um, the last few weeks of my time at any time was, I won't say it was bad. It was just, uh, I was struggling being in there all the time and I was just felt, felt a bit stuck um, and like I wasn't really going where I wanted to go and uh, stepping away from that actually, you know, sort of rejuvenated me in my career. Yeah. Um, do you feel like, without going into too much detail about why you left, um, do you feel like it was holding you back from potentially like wanting to, you know, because when you're when you're your own personal trainer at a 
and you're working for a gym um, anytime, like you said, um, do they like, like, does that get in the way of what you want to do with um, the person, your client? Um, not, not a hundred percent. Um, to a degree, like, because uh, the company itself has its own sort of like, this is how we'd like to present ourselves, and um, you know, this is the methods we'd ideally like you to use. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like you don't have freedom to do what you want. Yeah. Um. But it's like my sort of training with outdoors, for example, is very like calisthenic um, based. So a lot of uh, big functional movements and um, body weight exercises as opposed to doing like a lot of heavy weights. Um, okay. And it's something that, yeah, you can, you could still do in the gym, but it's like, why are you doing it in the gym when you could do it outdoors anyway? Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. So I, I always felt a little bit of that sort of like, well, you know, yeah, you can do it, but why don't you do it with weights? Yeah. Um, okay. If, if that makes sense. No, that makes total sense, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's good. it's good that you're in a better frame of mind, and I think that's why I have you on today because – Last time I had you on the podcast, seems like a while ago now, doesn't it? <laughs> it seems like forever ago, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Since the last time I had you on the podcast, you opened up to me a little bit about how you once went through depression, mm-hmm. and you were in a bad state of mind, um, and you explained a little bit about why you were in that frame of mind, um. From then to now, what changes have you made in order to change your mindset? Yeah, um, to like a positive mindset now. Yeah, so that that's that's a great question, and it sort of like I'm I'm still making those changes um, at the moment. Like I haven't set on a particular point where I'm completely in the zone and completely in that positive mindset. Um, But I think in general, it's sort of like one is building good habits and staying with those. Um, Like we're all creatures of habit and, you know, there's obviously good habits and bad habits. Um, And I think like I started to get into some, not bad habits, but just, um, less productive habits. Yeah. Uh, I got a bit lazy. I wasn't, I wasn't doing things that I could like, uh, I was wasting time in a lot of areas. Mm. Um, and I think one of those things that I've started to do is sort of get into that frame of mind and, you know, sort of almost set like micro goals for myself for like the week. And yeah. yeah, it might be something like just simply writing a to-do list and being yeah. like, okay, I have to get all these things done by the end of the week. Something as simple as that. Um, the other thing, and I haven't been doing enough of it lately, is 
like I said, I love the outdoors, but often when I feel like my mind's a bit um, cluttered and just need to clear the air a bit, I like to go for just a long walk. No music, no nothing, just walk off, like clear my thoughts, gives me time to process things. Um, and I think, especially as males, we struggle to process more than one thing at a time. Yeah, definitely. I think that's <laughs> <really sad. laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, like doing that, I feel I can sort of just filter through everything that's going on around me and almost take that step back to sort of see the clearer picture. Yeah. Um, like if, those are a couple of examples. Um, another one is staying fit with my my own training, which I again haven't been haven't been in the best form lately. Like I've been a bit sporadic with it, mm. and that's something I have to get back into routine um but yeah like a, lo a lot of things like that um reading a book sometimes like you know i just like to sit outside sit in the sun read a book just relax not think about anything else um yeah, yeah like, like there are a few a few little things that i like to do to sort of try and stay in those positive Mindset. positive frame of mind yeah yeah, yeah, little things like that can go a long way. And like you mentioned earlier, you developed goals. You set out goals throughout um, that you wanted to achieve and that kind of distracts you from everything else, um, every like every bad thing that's going on in your life. You mm -hmm. kind of push it out and focus on achieving um, little goals at a time in where you want want to get to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Sorry, I, I started reading um, this book. Uh, have you heard of David Goggins? David Goggins, no. So I he's <laughs> former Navy SEAL, um, and he has a book called uh, "Can't Hurt Me," and okay. I highly recommend it. But what is it, it, what is it he, about? Uh, so basically, it's about his whole journey um, going through things like racism and um, uh, over, being overweight and uh, coming from a background with a very abusive father um, and basically conquering all these things that would hold him back and eventually uh, getting into the Navy. And one of the things I remember reading in it was when he started to, you know, really get serious about it was write down, he would write down things that he needed to do uh, and stick them on like post-its and stick them on his wall or on his mirror. So he would see them every day and he would get in the routine of just looking at those and doing those things. Um and that's something I, I haven't done it myself, but I, I think I will. That's um, a very good strategy, actually. Yeah. And it's, I guess it's to remind you of those things. And it's, you know, tasks that you have to do. So it's, yeah. um, you know, wash the dishes, fold your clothes. Uh, if you're in school, do your homework. If you're in uni, do your um, study. 
all those like little things, little tedious tasks that, you know, we always sort of want to put off a bit. Yeah. And it's, uh, and I mean, like, if you look at guys in the military, they're all very like strict and very disciplined. And that that's what it basically is, is it's building that discipline. So you get into routine and suddenly it becomes not a task. It's just second nature. Yeah. As a personal trainer, um, has that, or is that, is that like essentially why you wanted that line of work? Because it, it kind of establishes a routine in where you've got clients and you want, you want to like, you've got a certain day of when you're going to train them. And it's kind of like a whole routine thing behind it, isn't it? Uh, not so much for me. Oh, okay. (laughs) But, uh, for the clients, probably more so. For me, it's often, um, with the exception of like my boot camps, which yeah. are like set times, all my other sessions are a lot more sporadic. Okay, yeah. Oh, so it's it's hard to like sort of adjust to. I mean, uh, I've been doing it for so long now that it it sort of is second nature. But for a long time, it was like. You know, you lose track of the days because that you'd be so all over the place, and like, um, you know, you'd be like, "Oh, it, I've got you know this person today. Oh, it must be Wednesday," or like, you know, that that sort of thing where you'd actually you sort of lose yourself in it. Yeah. Um, and I suppose that's both good and bad, depending on uh, depending on your personality type and whether whether you can cope with that sort of thing well. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, because as a personal trainer and yourself as well, I know that you play rugby union. I actually mm-hmm. came and watched your first game, actually, at Chatswood. Yep. Um, you, like, generally, like, what you do, um, you always have to try and stay fit and, like, you have time for yourself to work out and everything like that. Um, when you're working out, does that does that help your mindset into does does that change your mindset into a more positive way? Like you feel good after your workout or after your training session. Does that go a long way into helping establish establish uh, establishing a positive mindset? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the thing about exercise is exercise releases endorphins which are basically the happy chemical in our brain yeah so yeah but by nature like even though it might you know you might be like oh this sucks while you're doing it at the end of it you sort of feel like you're a bit lifted up and um yeah i think it's for me especially i find Sometimes I just have to force myself to do it. Um, and it's hard when I don't have someone to keep me accountable. Um, like if, you know, my clients have me to keep them accountable, I need someone, I almost need someone to keep me accountable. Okay. Um, yeah. So like, like, you know, if I'm having a day where I'm just like, oh, I'm a bit flat, like, you know, I might just have today off and train tomorrow. Like, sometimes I'll admit I do need that. Um, 
and I mean yesterday, for example, I I was pretty pretty sore and stiff from my my game on the weekend. So I was like, oh, I'll have today off. I'll get back into it tomorrow. Mm. Um, but yeah, like it, I think it's one of those things that, and you know, you find little things in it that you enjoy. Um, and I know a few people who train a certain way, like a certain style, because they enjoy that style. They enjoy that type of training. It's not because they're training that way necessarily for the benefits. The benefits are like a secondary to them. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. Um, in terms of backtracking a little bit, um, in terms of in in terms of setting out goals, yeah. What's what's your long term goal in life? Oh, both, both personally and professionally. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I okay. Myself, but yeah, I just sort of yeah, just came to mind, and I thought, you know, I'd <laughs> ask you that question. <laughs> yeah. Um. Look, uh, I guess they sort of align somewhat. Um, I'd love to, uh, get into like a business where, and I think I've spoken to you personally about this, where yeah. I get into like schools and, um, help educate kids into developing, um, in terms of like fitness and awareness of, uh, awareness of their fitness and their nutrition and things like that, that sort of get missed out a little bit. Um, and I think we, we spoke about like healthy Harold. Yeah. And like, kind of like that sort of concept, but targeted towards older kids when they sort of in that period where they sort of lose interest. And like, I, I know from my experience in high school, like kids were either sort of really interested in sport or really not. Like there's no sort of no middle ground. Yeah, where it's people are like, oh yeah, like I know this is beneficial for me. I'll I'll do it, even Actually, though. Actually, at my childcare center, we have like a growth fit, um, um, a growth fit teacher that comes in every Wednesday, because I work at a childcare, and yep. he comes in every Wednesday, and he tries to get the kid involved in running around, kicking a ball doing some stretches and some kids would be right into it while other kids not. So yeah, I think, yeah, that I think that's for all age groups when it comes to kids and even yeah. kids too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Like it, it's such an important thing. And I think cause my mum's a teacher and I, I think I've sort of gotten that sort of, um, almost in teacher instinct to like want to, help develop and educate people yeah um so i think that's that's both sort of falls into my personal and um professional goals really is to get to that point where i know i'm making a difference and actually you know helping like the next generations yeah oh i think that's a wonderful goal to have man and good on you you know if you set your mind to something you can achieve it 100 percent yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, that's really good, man. Um, and going off topic a little bit here, um, 
Ren, who I've had on my podcast a few times, and um, um, and that you're you're close with. She's like you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, has that relationship had a positive impact on you? Uh, yes, yes. Um, so she was actually at my at my game um on on Saturday this Saturday just gone and uh both my mum and uh stepdad were there as well yeah and so she uh and I'm sure you, you know like she's a very uh talkative person yeah um yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she doesn't hold back that's for sure yeah <laughs> um so she got chatting with uh my mum and stepdad and that was the first time she had met uh met my stepdad and she they basically had said to her like you know we've noticed a change in in my um my attitude and uh my frame of mind since I've started dating her um so i think i think that's the best way to say it, is like from an outside perspective of someone else noticing the change mm yeah wow yeah that's when that like sometimes feedback like that, even with the people that you're really close to, like they say to you, "Oh, you know, you, um, yeah, I'll give you compliments like that, saying, oh, your attitude and everything like that has come a long way.' That can really boost your confidence." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, like I think my I think my stepdad said I seemed more motivated or something. Um, and of course, Ren was. Yeah, so pleased with herself because of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that, that, that's awesome to hear that, man. Um, in that relationship, you and Ren have been together for a few months now. Um, what what do you love about Ren? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was speaking to Ren earlier and she told me, oh, mention me and mention our relationships. So I was like, okay, I'll add that. <laughs> <in there." laughs> uh, um, would have been nice if she gave me that heads up. <laughs> um, what do I love about it? Uh, look, I love, I love the way she pushes herself um, yeah. and she challenges and also tries to tries to involve those around her um yeah. you know she's a you've known her for a long time and she's a very social um very down-to-earth person oh 100% yeah and yeah she just sort of gravitates around like any sort of social situation and I've I wouldn't say I'm unsocial um it, by any means but i'm not i'm not on the outspoken level that she is oh yeah yeah um but i think like my confidence in that regard has grown um so i i feel like i i do feel there's there's growth from myself in that way um but yeah like she's she's generally pretty positive and um which is always really good. Good that, to be that, around, good vibes and um positivity like like affects you. And yeah. I think that's in any relationship. If one person's really positive and happy, it's gonna rub off on 
that on your partner, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, like it, it's a partnership, so it's like, yeah, there is that sort of um, connection. Oh, ki- yeah, connection, and like, you know, one person does this, and that sort of affects the other person a bit. Um, so it, you know, it her positivity does really does really make an impact on me, for sure. Ah, no, that's really good to hear, man. And it's good, you know, Renee talks so highly of you. And yeah, no, it's it's good to hear that, you know, that, you know, you like, you've both come a long way. And, and the same same goes for Renee, for Ren. She wants me to refer her to her as Ren, not Renee. So I'll call her Ren in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, no, Ren has told me the same thing that, your positive energy and your positive influence has influenced her in a good way and motivated her to want to become better in every aspect of her life. So, yeah, it's good to see that happening in both sides of the relationship. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, going on to the topic of mental health, because this is a topic I've wanted to discuss with you today. Mm -hmm. You've you've told me a bit about your experiences and what's into how you were back then. Um, an interesting fact as well, one in five people in Australia struggle with mental health. I was, I was doing a bit of research throughout the week and it's, it's, it's kind of an alarming fact, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. It, it's alarming, but at the same time, I don't think it's that surprising. I, I think especially during the COVID period um, and people lo- and um, small businesses closing down, people struggling to find work. I think it's taken a toll. I think it's risen a lot and it's taken a toll on so many people, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, and I'm sure it's affected you and me as well in, in to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to those people that are struggling? Um, you always have someone to talk to. Yeah, I think that would be my number one. Is um, and that's something I've I've always struggled with myself. Is uh, you know, you sometimes get in this mindset like you're all alone and you know, no one quite understands you. And it's true, like, no one will 100% understand you. But no one will understand at all if you don't open up and talk to you about it. Um, yeah. Like, sometimes you can hide it quite well. And that that's why I said, like, it's not that surprising for me that uh, one, what was it, one in five? One in five, yeah. Yeah, one in five Australians is suffering from mental health issues. Um, because, you know, a lot of people will just sort of bottle it up and not really express it in any way. No. And speaking and- from experience, that's the worst thing you can do because it just sort of it eats you up inside and it I really think, drains you. I think more so males. Yes. Uh, males you know, they don't want to talk about their feelings as much as women do. 
and they males are the ones that tend to bottle it up more than females. Absolutely. And I think it's just being too proud and I think males display opening up as a sign of weakness. So they bottle up their emotions and their feelings thinking to themselves, oh, this will, this will pass. But it doesn't. It just eats away at you more and more and more. Yeah. So it's not a sign of weakness to go for help. It's actually it's a, it's a sign of strength that you're able to have that courage to open up to someone. You know, it takes strength, not weakness. And I absolutely, think- absolutely. And I think it's that social expectation that's been built up for years and years and years that, you know, men are supposed to be like tough and strong and we shouldn't cry and we shouldn't be upset. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, we're, we're all human. Like we're all going to have these feelings. And I saw a couple of years ago, I saw this program on ABC and it was this guy basically going around trying to encourage males to open up um, and encourage them to like cry because he's like, you know, it's, it's normal. Like, yeah, don't bottle it up. Let it all out. hundred percent. No, exactly right, man. It's, you know, um, and I think as well on top of that, it's okay to seek professional help if you have no one to turn to because, yes. Because I know some people can also be afraid in opening up to strangers. But those people, that's why they are in that line of work, like counselling and all that stuff. That's what, you know, that everyone's here to support you, to help you. And, you know, everything that you say to that person, it's confidential. And, you know, people, people in that line of work just want to help you. And... I know a lot of people like would rather open up to their friends and family members, but if some people they don't have those people to turn to, and they might be too afraid to talk to a stranger. But you know they shouldn't be afraid. You know those people at the end of the day, they just want to help you. And Absolutely, I think, I think that's important to note as well. Yeah, and I think uh, with with those professionals, like sometimes it's just good to get like an outside perspective on things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it can be hard, especially if, you know, things you're upset or depressed or anxious about involve, like, those people closest to you that, you know, you don't necessarily want to open up to them. And then, you know, taking them out of the equation and you can, you know, talk it through with someone who doesn't know them, isn't involved with them, And then suddenly, like, you know, you can sort of figure things out a bit better rather than, like, getting really angry or upset with one particular person because they did this or, um, like, uh, I haven't personally had a professional, um, like, counsellor or anything, but I wish I had when I was younger. Like, I think it would have helped massively. Yeah to have that outside perspective. And, Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, yeah. No, you, you make such great points there, man. hundred percent. Um, yeah. So we, we talked about your, um, professional, 
long-term goal, mm-hmm. what, um, personal goal of yours you would like to achieve down the track? Uh, personal goal. Um, I think at some stage I'd definitely like to travel around a bit. Obviously, once borders open up again and COVID settles down a lot more. Oh, um, man. I miss traveling. <laughs> uh, I, I used to travel all the time with my family. would go to America. would go to Thailand. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I miss that too, man, more than anything. Yeah, like I, I've never actually done a huge amount of... Um, of international travel so that's that's definitely something i'd i'd love to see especially parts of europe um i've never been to europe i still that's on my bucket list i still have to visit europe yeah yeah that's uh definitely some good place i'm i mean there's heaps of places i want to see really um yeah that that would probably be the the first thing or the the earliest thing i'd look at doing um yeah. Yeah. I think personally, like, I just sort of take things more as they come. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like I don't. That approach. Sorry? I like that approach. Take yeah. Comes, you know? Yeah. Because you don't really know exactly what's going to happen. And, you know, sometimes life hits you with a curveball or whatever. Yeah. And. Yeah, you have to be able to adapt to that. And I it's the same professionally, but professionally you can sort of predict a little bit more, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So I, I always try and stay somewhat flexible with that and not uh personally more so and not, you know, just be like, Oh, this is where I have to be in five years, this is where I have to be in ten years, etc. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like that approach. Just going with the flow, you know, taking things as they come. No, that's, that's a good approach to have. Um, yeah. Um, no, just, yeah. You make some, I think you've made a lot of great points there, man. And it, it was good to have. Um, actually, I, I also wanted to talk about a positive mindset. Um, mm-hmm. are, are you religious by any chance? Like the family uh, religious? Not practicing religious, no. Yeah. Uh, I want to tell you an interesting story. So, mm-hmm. my aunt came over to my house last weekend and she was she was looking so happy and so vibrant and then uh, when we sat down and spoke to her, she was like, um, oh, I, I've, I've given my life to Christ. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean? And she told me that she got baptized last week and that, you know, she's been going to church every week and everything and that she feels like reborn and re-energized and focused. So, I, you know, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm Christian. I've got a Christian background, but I'm not necessarily like religious. Yep. But like, it's amazing how religion can also transform your mindset. Yeah. Into yep. into a positive sense, you know, having that faith and knowing that someone's 
watching over you. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like you know, like I I be, I believe there's something out there. Don't get me wrong. Um, like I'm Christian, and so I do believe I do believe after we die, we do go somewhere. But yeah, it's it's good. Religion is such a good mindset to have, and it does affect a lot of people in such a positive way. Don't you agree? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not particularly religious myself, so I, w- I more describe myself as um, spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I, uh, I admire people who can, you know, believe in God or you know, whatever their religion is. Yeah. Um, so I, I really admire that. And I think, uh, yeah, for, for certain people, like that's, that's such a positive impact on them. Um, and like for, for myself, I, I more like to, I like to meditate and things like that. Um, yeah. And there's so many, yeah, so many different things that, people can do um you know it might be going to church it might be going to a temple or um yeah whatever it is whatever religion they are but it's sort of or it might be you know uh, just thanking the world for a sunny day or whatever um yeah. but it, it's just yeah i i think it is good to have have belief in something Oh yeah. Whether it's God or whether it's you know just your family or anything, I think you almost need it. Having that faith in something, yeah, is always good to have. Yeah, whatever it may be. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just wanted to add that in there because yeah, it was kind of an interesting experience and seeing my auntie the way she was. I just thought I should mention that in the podcast and yeah, yeah, having faith in something can also you know if you if if you feel like if if you have that mindset in thinking oh you know we 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 go through life and then we die i think it's kind of a dark mindset to have you know it's mm. always good to have faith in something like i'm not saying you turn to religion or anything like that but it's just it's good to believe in something that will impact you in a positive way, I guess. Yeah. Best yeah, way I'm, of describing it. You know what I mean? Uh, I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, um, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I think we've, like, you know, talked about this topic well today and talked about mental health really well, and I think we've covered a lot of important areas. Um, 100%. And... Aiden, I just want to thank you so much for coming on and being a part of and returning and talking about your thoughts and feelings towards this topic. It's been my pleasure again, Dan. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, um, where to next for you? <laughs> where to next? Um, <laughs> focus on getting through the year and then uh, um, basically going to focus on building up my clientele again. Um, yeah. I, I recently uh, recently went to the Gold Coast 
with a few mates. Um, Actually, when I had Renee on my podcast last, she spoke about you and her going to movie world. Yep. That, that would have been a fun experience. <laughs> that that was a that was a great experience. Good fun. Um, I'm I'm terrified of heights. Um, you also went skydiving. I I did. I went skydiving. Um, can, you tell, can you tell me what that was like? Because I've always wanted to do it, but I've been too. I'm lucky. <laughs> I'm scared of heights, and I just I just couldn't bring myself to be on an airplane and to jump off. Yeah, I, would, I think. Would... Oh. How would I describe it? It was the most terrifying but exhilarating moment of my life. Yeah. Like, basically, you, you get into position and, I mean, it's tandem, so you're doing it with someone. Yeah. Uh, but you get into position on, like, the edge of the plane and I remember I blinked and in that second that I blinked, we were falling. Oh, my God. <laughs> and... If- it, it's terrifying, but it's like you see like the whole world below you and it's incredible at the same time. Was so, your life flashing before your eyes? No, no. <laughs> um, Ren asked me the same thing uh, and no, it didn't flash before my eyes. I sort of had this, almost had this acceptance that I might die while I was falling. Oh, Okay. Wow. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I sort of almost, I was still scared, but I didn't care. Like, it yeah. was just, I was like, well, yeah, this is a pretty cool way to go if I die. If you die, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was incredible, and I'd definitely do it again, as scary as it was. Yeah. Would if it's, the scariest part would obviously be sitting, be sitting on the edge of the airplane before you jump off. Or that's not always that's not the case. Uh, I don't know. Free falling is pretty scary in itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's the anticipation. I think though. That's yeah. Um. Because out of my friends, I was the last to jump. So did you was... go? Did you go skydiving before you went to movie movie world? Yes. So after that skydiving experience, you'll be going into movie world thinking, oh, okay, I I just went through the most scariest experience of my life any ride i go on today is not going to affect me <laughs> i had that feeling going in it didn't work <laughs> it didn't work no. <laughs> if only if only yeah, yeah. well man so you, yeah you, you had a that that would have been such a fun weekend to have man wow. it, it was great I... and it yeah go on uh, i just um I was just gonna say like it made me realize I really needed just a break away from everything. Yeah. Um, and like, sometimes I, I get caught up in going for long periods of work where I don't actually have any time off other than like, you know, the weekend or whatever. I don't have any like real, real separation from work. And even though it was only three days, it was such a good experience and it was so nice to just be away from everything for a couple of days oh yeah definitely man i can imagine and it and it and it refreshes your mind and your body and you yeah you go and back into work feeling re- re-energized and refreshed absolutely absolutely yeah. um yeah and it's just that that staying on the topic of like uh mental health that yeah that's something i really needed mentally was just just that break taking a break and i yeah, think that's like, what 
everyone needs to do. If they're feeling overwhelmed, if they've been working too long, take a break. Take some time out for yourself, even if it's just taking a week off or something, you know? Yeah. And you know what? Like, life's too short to just work yourself to death. Like, you've got to experience different things in life. So, Oh, 100%. You've got to, you know, do things for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the great way to end this podcast, you know, just (laughs) talking about your adventure and just talking about taking time to yourself, going on a holiday, taking a break. No, yeah, it's very good, man. And, yeah, as I said, man, I really do appreciate you taking time out of your um, night or taking time out of your day to come onto my podcast just to talk about this topic because I feel like it's it is a it is a topic I've wanted to address for a long time. So and I just yeah, I, um, having you on is like you know because you, you with you going through all that stuff, you know, it's, you can relate to it um, just as well as other people. Yeah, no, it's it's my absolute pleasure and. Um, I think I spoke about this last time was like, you know, if if that sort of helps like one person to open up, I think it's done a world of good. Oh, a hundred percent. Even if we can get through even if you're listening to this podcast and like and you know, um yeah, t- we all my my casting is I wanna help talking about topics like this and even if I can get to one person it makes all the difference for me, you know? Um, yeah. For, sure. And I'm sure it does for you as well. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. I'll let you go. Thank you for coming on. And My then, pleasure, um, Dan. I hope to catch up with you soon. Renee wanted me to um, do a training session with you once um, one, one day, so I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely do that with you. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be on you if you don't uh, she, she, she doesn't make me forget it I'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah nah, thank you man once again and I hope everything goes well for you and hopefully me and you we can catch up soon one day and go out for drinks or yeah you know? absolutely Dan alright take care man you too Bye. see ya